Everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. We're back again for a bit of Temptation Island Season 3, Episode 10, and we start off, we get the continuation from last week where uh, Mark comes along and says, you know, you've got to say goodbye to the girls. You know, he's saying this to the to our boys in the couples. What do you make of all of that? Well, Dave, you know, I like a bit of milk. I, I have a bowl of porridge every day, a few cups of tea, a bit of coffee. I do love a bit of milk, Dave, but they are milking this fucking cow for as much as they can. Why is this spread over two episodes? Really? You know, it's nonsense. This is part one of the, the final bonfires. Mark comes in, we get the goodbyes for, for the guy, uh, for the, the girls, and it's sort of like on your way. You know, they go, you know, you've got Kendall there, you've got all them. You've got the girls in the same situation. They're all going, you know, there was a conversation with Corey and Amanda, you know, and she's saying, like, I'm glad I've met you. We understand you. She was genuinely upset about, mm. about that situation. He, I don't know what it is with him, but he seems devoid of emotion, which we do find out later. But the whole thing, Julian, Dave, sort of giving t- uh, Tula the, the fucking consolation prize. Is it, <laughs> do you really think that Kristen's going to be dead happy that every time he thinks of his fucking engagement or wedding ring, he's thinking <laughs> yeah. of Tula? I thought, what a knobhead. She's going to be watching this like, why have you said that? You know, like he's thinking of another woman. I was like, Julian, keep it quiet, mate. So, so yeah, it just, it just was just fucking rubbish. One of these episodes, there was not a lot going on, really. There wasn't, and and you know I like to take my notes, but uh, you know I've hardly taken any for this one because they they're just replaying. It's it's almost like uh, you know, like when they have episodes when you're watching a bit of Family Ties back in the day, Chris, and they'll have one of these episodes where they just recount things that have happened in the past. You know, yeah. it's, it felt a little bit like that. I did laugh though when when Julian was going on to Tula about the ring, and I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure Tula's delighted. You know, I'm sure that's what she's come on Temptation Island for to help you pick out a fucking ring. But um, yeah, I, I agree on Corey as well. You know what? Amanda comes across like she's fairly genuine, and she does kind of have feelings for him, but she's not been aggressive or pushy with it at all. And so I, I did feel a little bit sorry for her in that goodbye. Yeah, she she seems like a lovely girl, Dave, and, and she didn't do anything to overstep the mark with Erin either, which we thought was nice. So, yeah, I, I think out of all the girls who've gone, she's the one that you sort of go, you know what, fair enough, no problem. She's there on the outside. They're all saying we'll see you in LA at the end of it. Obviously, we're gonna. What we're gonna get is we're gonna get eleven episodes. This episode ten, eleven, and we're gonna get a reunion, episode twelve. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. usually when it kicks off because we will see the truth now of who. We don't know the decisions yet, obviously, till next week. But, you know, not the decisions. We know Corey and Erin; they're the only ones we know of. But the other three couples, we don't know yet. So, so yeah, really, really interesting. And I think like with Tom as well and Sophia. <laughs> not buying any of that at all. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that relationship one bit. There's no fucking way that they're f- still following each other on Instagram. If they come out and they're still in love, I am going to look like an absolute bell end, Dave. So I'll hold my hands up, but I don't believe that for a minute. No, I can't see it with them too. Like I say, they, they are literally the opposite sides 
of America, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's in Florida. Oh, she, oh, she, she's in Miami, I think, isn't she? She's a makeup artist. He's across in LA. Uh, uh, how's that going to work? Yeah. I, I think, you know, he could move there or she could move. I, I just don't actually see it happening. I think it'll be a, a very... It's, it's going to be a holiday romance, this one, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I think I think you, you call that absolutely perfect. I, th- I think as well, like... Looking at Kendall there with Alexis, there is something there between him, Dave. As much as I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not bought into the whole Kendall thing. He just seems to not give a shit and has cheated on it. <clears throat> and I think with Alexis, but there is something between them both. He, he seems genuine. He wants to have that conversation with Erica. So, so let them do it. I don't think, like I said last week, Alexis has got no leg to stand on the way she's behaved. And 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 I sort of, you know, later on we we had that discussion finally between Kendall and Erica, but. But yeah, so so they all go, and then you've got it with the women. Chelsea again, Dave, so righteous. Chelsea's like oblivious to what she's done. You know, Tom. I'm not saying what Tom <laughs> did to right wrongs make a right, but he didn't go in on Sophia. I think he was he'd been waiting. I don't think he's as innocent as he says. He was calculating and hoping that Chelsea would slip, and once she did, he went straight in there with Sophia. It was literally within hours. But Chelsea's so virtuous and righteous about it, Dave. But if they're all happy, let them fucking get on with it because I don't give a shit about them for if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, th- I think... So, what did Chelsea say? She says she's, she's the only one who's made a connection like this. And she's all teary and everything. And uh, old cheesy bollocks there, fucking Blake, is giving his best cheesy <laughs> lines. And <laughs> I just don't buy any of it at all. I mean, I, I think Erica might say something about, you know, her connection with Jesse. But, um, you know, again, you know, she's she's probably just forgotten about all the fakeness that she called out in Blake. You know, that's just swept under the car- carpet. They've got a massive connection now, apparently. So, yeah, I, I've got to admit, though, I can't wait for Tom and Chelsea to no, I can't. for next week and them to meet at the bonfire. Um, okay. I, I just predictions though on how it will go I mean she's still going to blame him for everything isn't she yeah she is the, the, it's going to be all of her behaviour is a reaction to his behaviour with Sophia yeah. you know it seemed to yeah. be once Tom was rubbing the cream all over Sophia's ass, that's when it kicked in that she was like oh fuck this and then it, it escalated with Blake but look she was fucking twerking away I know, she was fucking I know. flirting away from day one and nope. she was <laughs> behaving in a way that she would be calling Tom out for. Exactly. No, I'm not saying I don't disagree with you, but I'm saying that is that is going to be her play, Dave. She will be All right, got you. bringing that to the table. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your soapbox. Okay. I'll wind my neck in now. <laughs> I'm with you completely, but that, I honestly think that's going to be her play. Any effort to discredit Tom and totally deflect away from what she's done. The old saying, Dave... When one finger's pointing at you, there's usually two pointing back at them, and she knows exactly what she's doing. But but I tell you what, I have a big issue with Dave, right? You know, we've all been in relation, in and out relationships. You know, obviously I've been in a long term relationship and all that. But it's these buzzwords that get used now, like oh yeah, you know, with Erin and that guy breaking down the walls. You hear this all the time on these fucking stupid reality shows where it's like, as much as I love reality stuff, yeah, yeah, he's really breaking down my walls and all this. And it's like, what are you talking about? That you're, you're cold-hearted? You you know, you what does that mean? It just It's just a buzz fucking word, isn't it? You know, it's just non... It's like management speak, really. You know what? I... 
I'd have to search because no doubt this kind of thing probably exists already. But just in case it doesn't, I reckon we should start putting together our own reality TV bullshit bingo. <laughs> you know, and we'll we'll have these different phrases. You know, breaking down the the walls, being vulnerable. Um, you know, I've, I've evolved as a person. Going on a journey, <laughs> yeah. I'm now stronger. And <laughs> I reckon the the only thing will be to keep it small enough. You know what do you reckon? A three by three grid or or four by four? I, I don't know. I reckon there's a few in there. Once we start putting them in there. I, I tell you what, the freight that that is a great way of doing bingo. But I'm telling you now, everyone listening, and me and you, once this show is finished and out there, we need to go on the Instagram bingo motivational fucking speeches. Let's go on there and find out how many people on this show have posted some <laughs> utter bullshit uh, motivational speak that they've nicked off Google. You know, you know, like one of them. The sun is rising, so I am rising with it, and I'm going to be a better person today. You know, all that fucking nonsense. You learn from your mistakes and grow as a person. We're going to get it all, Dave. All that fucking bollocks. Grow. Grow, grow or groan, G O W N. But for me, it's G O A N. G R even. G R out there. Not groan. Fucking idiot. Right. But <laughs> I've come from a place over there, and I'm so much stronger and better now here. <laughs> Fast forward 12 months, I am so much stronger now. <laughs> oh, it's bollocks. such bollocks. You, you know what, though, Dave? Like, so, so we end up with our first bonfire. So we get Corey and Erin together and we get the build up. And I was a bit unsure because Erin seemed genuinely pleased to see Corey. And she was like, hey, yeah, you're right. And he just sits there, doesn't get up. He doesn't hug her. And I'm like, wow. And this is what... I think most of the, and she does admit to all this in this conversation, but I think a lot of it is because he is just, he's got no fucking personality, has he? He doesn't, he doesn't emote to anything. However, what I have an issue with in this whole meeting between them two, he's not with them two. It's with Mark fucking Wahlberg because they're going through it. She openly admits that she basically reacts to him. She pushes him away because she doesn't want to get hurt. She's she's taken out on him everything that her exes have done to her because she's been extremely hurt. He he sort of starts standing up for himself. All of a sudden, Mark Wahlberg becomes a fucking, uh, like he's his defense lawyer and just starts tearing strips off her. Well, are you going to put up with bullying? And I'm like, wow. Are you, and I'm thinking, I hope you're going to do this with the rest of the couples, Mark, because he really started, all that fucking fake sunscreen was coming off his face, the suntan he had on. It was just, I was like, he was getting really emotional about it. And I'm thinking, he digged her out, called her a bully and everything. And I'm thinking, I've got no problem. Uh, go on, go on. Did he call her a bully? He did, about bullying. You're bullying people, you're bullying him and all this. That's what she said. That's what he said. Intimidating, he was talking about. Honestly, he said the bullying word. Did I he promise. Say honestly, oh, yeah, okay, honestly, I he missed, did. Because I, I, I was sat there going, You bastard. Not that if she is, she is. And and that, that that's a massive problem in their relationship. But he started laying into her. And I'm not saying that she didn't deserve it because she openly admitted that she's been an absolute bitch with him. But 
I was like, wow, you've just done this on live, you know, on national TV. You've basically called a girl a bully. Honestly, watch it again, mm. Dave, because it really stuck out for me. And then all of a sudden, the next clip, he's fuck, they were kissing and he's there fucking like he's still a black and he's just fucking put the couple of the century together. I was like, <laughs> what qualifies you to just go in on someone like that? Because I, what, what I've got an issue with, I've not got a problem with going in on her because she obviously, there is issues there. She openly admit it. Is he going to be as fucking militant with the other couples? I don't fucking think so. I think Julian will fucking body slam him if he spoke to him like that, Dave. <laughs> uh, he could do, but I'm sure he wouldn't. Um, I see it completely differently. I I thought he was right to call Erin out there. I, actually, no, he didn't even call Erin out initially. What he did was... Erin um, said that, you know, the, the chap... Oh, what was his name? Joan or something, jo- yeah. jo- Joanne, I, I, I couldn't quite figure out what, what his name was, was the only one who kind of, you know, asked him the difficult questions. And he said to Erin that he's the only person that she can't intimidate. And so that was telling her that, you know, she is a bit intimidating. And the fact that Mark then asked um, uh, Corey, you know, uh, do you get intimidated by Erin? And he's like, no. Come on, Chris. He was right to call that bullshit out. Because as soon as he said no, I was the same. I'm like, fuck off. There's no way. Of course you're intimidated. Yeah, And that, I, I thought he was right to call that out. Now, if he's used a bully word, all right, might have gone a bit far. But I thought he had it spot on there. You don't need a degree in psychology to see what was happening there. She is so outgoing and outspoken that I, I still... Great, they've walked off together, um, you know, decided to stay together and everything. But from that point, you know, in all of the outro and everything, when they're talking out... Well, I say they... When she's talking outside, when she's talking in the car, she's doing all the talking. She's... she's don't fucking shut up and he doesn't say a fucking word yeah so you know they've ended up staying together but i've still got a doubt in my mind whether they're actually compatible or not you know and yeah when when they both said you know they're gonna go off uh the island together i think erin said it first and he, he sort of said, well, I'm going to go with my girl. And he went to grab her, like, because she'd been saying about wanting to feel safe and wanting to feel protected. You know, she basically wants a, a manly man, Chris. He, he sort of went to grab her and pull her towards him, but he didn't have the strength. And she sort of just uh, sat her ground and didn't move at all. I just thought it looked bloody hilarious, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, I... I'm sort of glad they they've decided they've they've identified some issues that they're going to work on, but um, I I gotta say I'm not convinced. No, I, I, honestly, no. I I think I've probably worded it. I was more annoyed at Matt Warburg. These two have got no fucking chance, Dave, because she <laughs> does control him. He is shit scared of her. It was just Mark's tone. He really laid into him like like he was. Corey's defense lawyer, and I really thought, well, mm. I don't get why you're being so aggressive towards her. If she's is that way, and I believe she is, I completely she admitted it. So, it, look, if you if you're um, big enough to admit something like that on national TV, like she did, it felt as if he was just kicking her while she was down to me, Dave. But he is right to call her out 
what he said was right. He does think you went a bit too far. And that's why I think the next minute, as you would say, Dave. Yeah, I I don't I didn't see it that way. I did think he was being uh awkward, but deliberately awkward. I I didn't think he was overstepping the mark there. I think he was just giving a bit of tough love. But uh, I'd have to go back to watch it to to look for that, uh, which, of course, I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, Dave, but here you go. <laughs> well, but no, I think, I, 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 again, I think I'm sitting on the side of he was right to call Corey out. Um, and, and I saw it more of an attack on him than, uh, you know, attacking Erin. Uh, and I think that's why my focus was, you know, on him but yeah now that I'm replaying it back in my mind a little bit maybe he did go a bit hard in on Erin but I mean she's not fucking arsed she's no. not bothered at all like I say she's a very different type of personality to him yeah. and so uh, yeah I'm not as I'm not certain as you uh, that they've got no chance in the future I just think they're probably just a bit too different um so they, they'll work on stuff for a bit. They'll make stuff better. But does it have a long-term future? Just not sure. I'm, I'm going to go 65-35. So 65 yeah. that they won't make it, 35 that they will. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think what one thing I would say, Dave, so we're going on now. There's, there's only two couples we get to meet around the bonfire tonight who, who are reunited. For me to say, reunited even. Kendall and Erica... So, so we're waiting for this big showdown, aren't we? This big, like, you know, uh, really giving him a piece of a mind. And it was just like a damp squib, really. I mean, you know, Kendall sat there. He's there for Erica's there. The talking, he brings in again the no rules thing and all that. And it, obviously he has to speak to her first, right? So he, so he does. And he, he, then it's her turn to speak. And what I would say is... I think she, she did say stuff to him because she sort of countered what he'd said and was like, I don't really think you've got a leg to stand on after what you've done and all this. But again, Kendall starts asking her why she kissed that guy. And he's yeah. like, that's when she collared him. And he's like, well, you've slept with two people in a threesome as well as having a relationship in there. Her kissing one guy was well past what you did. You know, so so I couldn't work that out. He really was upset and like proper saw his ass. But they seemed to be, they were too friendly, I thought. What he's done to her, I thought she was, and I still, it's still playing on my mind that these aren't even a couple, Dave, because she was too, she let him off the hook too easy, I thought. I, I agree. It was all too cordial. Um, and he wasn't upset. He was just, his, bru his ego was a bit bruised. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh. How dare you know? He'd even said, uh, "Oh, was it a couple of episodes ago? You know, there's no way she'd go with anyone else. You know, she'd be daft, and you know, there's no one better than me, kind of thing." <laughs> so, you know, I, I think he played it. I, I'm afraid we've called it right. He's done exactly what we thought he'd do. You know, again, he's talked about um, making himself emotionally available. You know, that's what he's worked on. Um, but I fucking wanted her to lay into him, to be honest, Chris. And she was just so measured, like it was some nice conversation about what, you know, where do you want to have uh, dinner tonight or something. It it was very, very strange. Um, yeah. And there, there was, 
I think I couldn't figure out is she just trying to hold back because if she lost it she would properly fucking lose it um, so she wants to you know rise above it all and just you know but I fucking love the question Chris where she's like so you know what have, what exactly have you worked on yourself you know you say you're emotionally available so you know how does sleeping with a couple of other people help you with that (laughs) 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 he didn't have any good answers and I think even more than his ego getting a bit bruised this is a a classic kind of gaslighting technique though isn't it you know he's talking he's flipping the spotlight around it's on him he doesn't like it he's flipping the spotlight around on her and he's trying to deflect the conversation to start making it about her kissing some bloke on the last date. Gotta say, Chris, looked a little bit more than that from what we saw from uh, Erica and Jesse, but whatever, that is, we're just talking about the conversation now. Um, so, yeah, and, and I don't... I think they were intentionally teeing this up for next week, so we're, we're all going to be a little bit... Um, oh, I can't wait till next week, because... It looks like the door's almost open. She's even said to him in this conversation that, you know, she still, she loves him, you know, know. so much. And it's like, that's not an appropriate thing to discuss, like, right now. I I, I don't think, you know. And, yeah, I'm just a bit disappointed. I, I, I thought she should and would have been well within her rights to rain down the fire. And, you know, it's not... <laughs> the thing is with Kendall, you know, is in a monologue, you know, when she's talking about what he's learned and everything, is in a monologue's probably like, look, I had a fucking great threesome. I have had the time of my fucking life here. So could, I just have to see out this next scene <laughs> and <laughs> I'm done, you know? So like we've said before, if it wasn't for Kendall, it'd be a bit, bloody boring this season wouldn't it and I I don't think the season's held up you know against the previous two just in terms of drama and people behaving badly so um, you know it's a good job he's been on this but uh, yeah I, I think this conversation all went the way we thought it would apart from you know Erica not really not really going for him a bit more yeah I think so I, th- I think they the actual producers have done to us what they do to the contestants they've they've left it on a you know like they, when they show the little clip of like their other spouses <laughs> with someone yes yeah. <laughs> one minute she's telling him she loves him and then she smiles at him tune in next week and i was like oh come on i'm not that fucking interested really I'm, i'll be honest i'm not but i'll be tuning in next week dave and i'll be there hoping that erica <laughs> comes to her fucking senses because otherwise i'm like what is the point of this show if that's the case but <laughs> we'll see we'll see now dave dave um, I, I like so before we move on I, I like how he just writes it off as poor decision making. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, fuck me. That, you know, we're the British ones here. We talk about the understatement of the week. So uh, yeah, I did. I did like that one. It's excellent, actually, Dave. I don't think I'd rub with Sam, do you, do you if I came in and went, it's just a bad decision, love. Oh, yeah. We should be followed by a quick fucking one-two on my schnoz and probably a kick in the balls, Dave. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd get away John with Wayne that. Wayne <laughs> yeah, Bobby, I haven't got lots to play with anyway, Dave, so come on. <laughs> Call me Christina. But anyway, Dave, we've had a review of someone, haven't we, which is fantastic. 
Oh, we have indeed. We had a very, very nice one, actually. And this was from M. Lindsay one and this is from the US store. And it, the subject is love. And it says, I was looking for a podcast covering Temptation Island and found this podcast. And now I'm obsessed. The hosts are hilarious. And I look forward to their podcast more than the show sometimes. Excellent, witty commentary. I'm constantly laughing out loud. Which is brilliant, Chris. And I must admit, with some of the shite that we watch, I, I I look forward to us discussing it more than I'm enjoying the actual episode. But uh, <laughs> no, absolutely brilliant that, and uh, thanks so much. And again, call out if if other people can go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as the kids call them nowadays, <laughs> and drop us a review. That's that's always lovely. And make sure you subscribe to us so every time we release a new show. Uh, you'll get that straight to your phone or tablet, whatever you listen to us on. Oh, brilliant stuff. Yeah, and if you do want to support us, guys, we do have a Patreon. We've got three wonderful people who've supported the uh, show on Patreon so far. We thank them and thank all of you guys, as always. You know, there's no commitment to join our Patreon. It's just nice that people... Uh, what give us a little bit back and it just helps us carry on the show doesn't it Dave which is great so we've got the wonderful Kent Gustafsson um, we've got Lucky Lulu Green who are both producers and we've got the amazing Lauren who is still buying us coffees Dave so thank you Lauren that's so good of you for following us and it's patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast and if you do want to email us whether you agree disagree on anything to do with the show cdrealitycast at gmail.com and if you give us a follow on social media at cdrealitycast awesome now what what are our predictions for next week chris we we kind of know what which way we've discussed a bit about tom and chelsea you know that's going to be very awkward that's going to be office levels of uh, awkwardness isn't it but great to watch what do you reckon for uh, Julian? Well, actually, first off, you know, Kendall and Erica, because it, it hasn't finished this week. Dave, as a great mohawked, gold-wearing man once said in Rocky Three, pain. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one who's going to be in pain is Erica. Kendall's going to walk away with his head held high, and Erica... I'd be amazed if she if she walks off, Dave. I'm praying that that's what happens, just for her, for her own mental health and that. But yeah, I think yeah. they're not going to be together. I do, I really do. I know they've painted a picture like she's going to forgive him. She's not going to forgive him. It's it's reality TV 101. This, so don't please don't buy into the fact that that's not going to happen. I think we're going to get Tom and Chelsea's going to be explosive. We may even get the security guards coming in to break them two up, Dave. I think it's going to go right off. All Chelsea's no, going to do. She's too, she's too passive aggressive for that. She's not actual aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> Dave, you never know. I'm praying. We need it. We need a, a good bit of summer. I think she's going to blame everything on Tom. Her whole actions are a reaction to what he's done. They're not going to be together. And we're going to finish on the fairy tale of Julian and Kristen. We're going to end up with the famous song, you know, you lift me up and all that bollocks. He's yeah. going to get on one knee. We're going to have flowers. They're all going to be there as bridesmaids and best man. And everyone's going to ride off into the sunset. Well, Chris, I think Erica will give Kendall the boot. He'll just walk outside and get a text from Nicole, and then so he won't be crying himself to sleep for too long. Um, Tom and Chelsea, yep, yeah, that's going to be the compelling view for next week. But the worst bit, Chris, the car crash TV, is going to be Julian proposing to Kristen, and then uh, she's going to say no. So, but... As we said, you know, this hasn't quite hit the heights of previous seasons, but I still can't wait for next week. 
I think you could be right, Dave. I really do. I think, I think, yeah, it's all looking that way, if I'm being honest. So, Mr. Horrocks, thank you so much for today. It's been absolute class. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye, everyone. <laughs>